Good morning. Psalm 119, and uh, we'll be in the 15th uh, section this morning. Um, I did want to just read something uh, from last week as we uh, think of that. In in verse 111, I I can't help but uh, think of this. It's been on my, my mind and I guess in my heart the last week or two. It says, Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. And uh, when you think of that idea of the inheritance, uh, <clears throat> it's those things that we would probably consider uh, of real and permanent value. You know, oftentimes that word in, in the Hebrew is translated in reference to the possession or the promised land. And uh, it's interesting that the psalmist said that the, he has taken that the God's word as his heritage. And uh, he chose it as his portion above all things else. And I, I think that's a challenge to my heart, at least. To uh, Is the word of God that important to me in my life? Have I chosen it to be my inheritance above all else? Uh, whatever else the world may offer. And uh, so I've just been, I'm just sharing that with you. It's just the thought of my heart. And uh, But this week we'll be in, in verses 113 through 120, and uh, we're going to talk about help for attacks. Uh, <clears throat> we'll get attacked, guaranteed. Um, and in today's section here, in one, we find the psalmist again referring to the persecutions and the harassments of evildoers that he's made mention of many times throughout uh, this, this chapter here. And... Uh, <clears throat> The general idea or the subject is his determination to resist those who mock God's word, as we go throughout that, or this, this section today. And uh, so let's begin by reading verses 113 through 120, and then we'll look at these things this morning. I hate vain thoughts, but thy law do I love. Thou art my hiding place and my shield, I hope in thy word. Depart from me, ye evildoers. For I will keep the commandments of my God. Uphold me according to thy word, that I may live, and let me not be ashamed of my hope. Hold thou me up, and I shall be safe, and I will have respect unto thy statutes continually. Thou hast trodden down all them that err from thy statutes. For that deceit is falsehood, thou puttest away all the wicked of the earth, like dross. Therefore I love thy testimonies. My flesh trembleth for fear of thee, and I am afraid of thy judgments. Father, we do thank you for this day. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would be magnified and glorified in everything that's said this morning. And I ask that you do work in our hearts that would uh, draw us near to you. Lord, I pray that we would have a renewed faith in the word of God, Lord, and that we would continue to look to it, Lord, for our hope and, Lord, for our strength and support Uh, even in difficult times, and we'll give you the thanks for all you do. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, So we will face opposition, maybe some harassment, and and definitely at at times potentially persecution uh, for our faith, uh, for our walk with God perhaps. And um, I just want to glean a few things or principles or ideas or thoughts really from this that we can apply in our walk for the Lord today. And uh, the enemy is real. Uh, 
uh, and the attack is inevitable. Um, whether you're going to be attacked by your flesh, uh, I know that's a real struggle. Uh, oftentimes, uh, listen, our flesh does not desire the things of God. Um, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Uh, our flesh doesn't want to do those things that we ought to do all the time. Uh, my flesh uh, did not want to get out of bed this morning. Um, I was tired. We stayed up a little bit later than, than normally we do. And, and uh, I told Cindy, um, I said, I don't know how I did it as a younger version of me. You know, you go to bed, get four or five hours of sleep, and you could just go for days and days and do that. And now if I don't get uh, the recommended eight hours of sleep, uh, I'm dragging a little bit. But listen, uh, our flesh will oppose us. Uh, does not like the spiritual things. The devil's going to oppose us. Uh, he doesn't want us serving God, walking with God, reading the Word of God, and, and in prayer. The devil opposes those things. Uh, the world, uh, it's going to oppose us at times. And so listen this morning, I'm telling you, uh, we have enemies out there and they're real, and we're going to be attacked. It's inevitable. Um, and so what do we do? Uh, we need help. Um, and, and what greater help do we have but the Word of God? And, and so um, the way of resistance, look at verses 113 through 115. I hate vain thoughts, but thy law do I love. Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. Depart from me, ye evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of my God. Uh, listen, we can resist the attacks by hating vain thoughts and loving the pure truth of God's Word. Uh, it sounds simple, uh, but it's really, I, mean, I guess it is simple. Um, vain, that word vain there uh, has the idea or it means a divided, or it's divided. A man, uh, a divided mind is kind of the idea there. A man who has no sure faith in regard to living uh, the Word of God or divine things, but is driven here and there a skeptic or a doubter. Is the idea there of that being vain? Uh, listen, one subtle tool of the enemy is to cause us to doubt God's Word. Uh, those vain thoughts, if you will. Uh, do you remember the first attack there in Genesis chapter 3? Oh, the devil immediately begins to get Eve to question the Word of God. Uh, yea, hath God said. Well, listen, we need to be firm in our faith uh, in what God, has, or what God has said to us through His Word. And, and we looked at it a few weeks ago. Forever, O Lord, Thy Word is settled. Uh, but if we're not careful, we can become uh, double-minded, if you will, or uh, we can become <clears throat> vacillating back and forth. Uh, if we vacillate, uh, on these things that we have uh, on the Word of God, the enemy's really succeeded. Uh, because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So when we begin to question those things, and, and, uh, we, and so the, the psalmist here says he hates that. Uh, those vain thoughts, those things that, that come up in his mind that would be contrary to the Word of God. He hates that. And it says, but thy law do I love. 
And so are we firm like the psalmist in God's word? Do we take anything that might come up in our minds, uh, that might come up uh, by suggestion of others, that is contrary to the word of God and shove it aside because we love God's word? That's contrary. I want nothing to do with it. Uh, That causes me to vacillate back and forth or to be double-minded. Um, listen, I, I like to I like stability, um, uh, and it's funny to say because I've been in the Air Force for twenty years, almost, and it seems like we've never had stability. You know, you go somewhere, and guess what? Uh, your your days are numbered at that location, and uh, it's just a matter of time. Uh, we were at Fairchild for five plus years, and it was like, wow, this is crazy. We've never been here that long, um, <clears throat> and so. Outside of that assignment, I think three and a half years was the max that we were in any other location out of the eight or nine places we've been. And so, um, but I like to be stable. I like to know, and listen, there's no more stable ground than God's word. Uh, And so uh, we need to be careful that we uh, don't vacillate back and forth. We, We need to hate those vain things that are out there. And there's, there's plenty of them. We can pick on them. We can bring up whatever topic you want this morning, and we can and ride a soapbox until, you know, tonight's service uh, about things. But the, let's just rest be assured that if it's contrary to God's Word, uh, we ought to avoid it. Now, in order to know what we ought to avoid, and again, I, I know I'm being repetitious sometimes week after week, but listen, you got to get in the Word. you got to love that Word enough to... to Uh, memorize it, to read it, and to ingest that so that you can understand when there is error. And so, uh, avoid those vain thoughts. Uh, The devil's always going to do that. It says, but I love the but thy law do I love. Uh, Listen, by allowing the word of God to be our hiding place, our shield, and our anchor for our hope. Uh, The word of God is so much for us. Uh, protection, a shield, and, and, and really a hiding place. We, we sang that song, The Cleft of the Rock, and, and uh, it's an anchor, uh, stability uh, in our lives. Uh, and, and again, nobody, I hate being unsafe. I don't know how sailors do it. Ew, ew, on, the, on the waves of the ocean, right? Uh, I like the firmness of the ground. I'm in the Air Force, but I don't fly too much either. You know, the turbulence in those things. I like stability. Uh, and so uh, this morning, we, we can find that in God's Word. And listen, we can't trust our own thoughts and our own understanding. Uh, Jeremiah 17.9, the heart is deceitful above all things. Desperately wicked, it says. Who can know it? You cannot trust yourself in your own understanding. The Bible, the Word of God tells us not to lean on our own understanding. Uh, We get in trouble when we lean on our own. Uh, We cause problems in our lives. We had a friend that uh, came to Rapid City for a conference this week and haven't seen him in many, many years. And and, uh, we were catching up last night. We went to dinner with him and uh, spent some time just fellowshipping. And uh, son, Titus, was just a, a kid when we left. I think we left Las Vegas was our first duty assignment in 2004. And now he's a grown man. 
And uh, he's making some grown man decisions. And they were bad ones, to be frank. Uh, he went against the counsel of his parents, the counsel of uh, the leaders in the church that were there with him. And, and he said, I'm just going to do this. And his dad told us last night that just recently he came back and said, I made a mistake. And his dad looked at him and said, how are those grown man consequences? Because when he looked at his dad, he says, I'm a grown man. I can make my own decisions. So his dad came back and said, how are those grown man consequences? Listen, we can't lean on our own understanding. Uh, we need the counsel of God's man. We need, uh, number one, and primarily the counsel of God's word. Uh, any man of, anyone that claims to be a man of God, he's going to give you counsel from this book. And, and so, listen, we need to be very careful in our lives that we don't uh, set out to do some things because we feel good about it or because we want to do those things. Uh, we need to find uh, some, something from the Word of God that would help us. But we can't trust ourselves, but only in God and His Word. Listen, others may scoff and mock us for our faith. Uh, It it might happen. We might be attacked for it. But God's word uh, is the place for our protection. And I believe I alluded to this uh, last week, maybe a couple weeks ago. But there are things that I didn't understand as a young person. But I just said, you know what? These are principles in God's word. I'm going to do these things, not understanding necessarily why. But God used that to protect me from from a bunch of trouble. Just like he could have that young man, a friend of ours. If he would have just listened to the man of God, listened to the counsel from God's word, it would have saved him. And, and listen, this morning, we need to be careful. And, and listen, God's word is our hope. Uh, that it, this is Ephesians 2.12. That at that time ye were without Christ, aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. I don't know about you this morning, but the hope of God keeps me going sometimes. I don't know how people do it. Life gets challenging. The attack has come. Whatever the attack. But for the hope of Christ, I don't know how anyone would do this. It's discouraging at times. Challenging. Why would you do it? First Thessalonians 4.13, But I would not have you be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not even as others which have no hope. I couldn't imagine living this life without the hope of Christ. And trying to make it through and, and just drudge through life for what purpose? And so this morning, listen, the word of God is our hope. And listen, by rejecting the doctrines of the evildoers and renewing our pledge to keep God's commandments, we can resist the attacks. Uh, and look at, or just, I want to remind you of Elijah. And uh, he called upon Israel to make a decision in their minds concerning God once and for all. First uh, Kings chapter 18, 21 says this, and I know you're most likely familiar with it. It says, And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him, Not a word. We got to make a decision. Uh, we must make up our minds 
Just like the people of Israel here were faced with the decision, we must. Uh, Listen, we must reject that which is false and embrace the truth uh, of God's Word. And and listen, uh, that's how we can resist the attacks. Uh, Just being confident that God's Word is sure and steadfast and gives us hope. Uh, We're most miserable without it. If Christ didn't come and, and die in our place, what are we doing? We're wasting our time. Uh, do you believe that this morning? Yes. And as I'm faced with the decision, I hit 20 years next month. Uh, June 4th, I'll be 20 years in the Air Force. And, and I'm facing this decision, right? What do I do with myself, right? Now that I have to become an adult, you know, when you join the Air Force, I'm just like whippersnapper. I'm some kid that I don't know anything. And then the Air Force kind of just, they really provide, you know, a guide, a path, you know, and, and I don't decide where I live for the most part in, in those things. And, and here I am, it's like, okay, it's at least an option to get out. What am I going to do? I know God led me to the Air Force, so don't misunderstand that. I, um, I believe that with all my heart. And, and so, but now I'm, here I am, and it's like, what do I do? And every one of us in this room have to make that decision with our lives. Are the things that we're doing Worth doing? Why do I have this job? Is it just to pay rent? Pay the mortgage? What is the purpose of what we're doing here? Uh, and, and so listen, we need to be settled in the word of God that it's true and it's, it's real in our lives. And so listen, there's some benefits to resisting the attacks. Um, when we realize that it's God who upholds his word, listen, we won't be ashamed of placing our hope in him and his word. A lot of confidence comes in the word of God when you understand who the word is actually of God. The I am. Uh, the almighty, if you will. Uh, this isn't just some book that somebody thought would be a good idea to sit down and write someday. I just, you know, when you think of some of the stuff people believe today, just some random Joe says, I'm going to start writing some doctrine. And, and it's like, what, really? Uh, I'm thankful that mine comes from the Creator. The I Am, the Almighty. It's not something that somebody just drummed up one day and decided, hey, this will be a good idea. Maybe I can make some money or whatever the case may be. I can, you know... Uh, feed my pride and get folks to, to follow me, whatever their motivation might be. But um, listen, our assurance of safety grows and enhances our understanding in respect of his, his statutes. Look at verse uh, one, or 16 and, 116 and 117. Uphold me according to thy word that I may live and let me not be ashamed of my hope. Hold thou me up and I shall be safe and I will have respect unto thy statutes continually. The song says, the longer I serve him, the sweeter he grows. Is that true in your life? I know it's proven to be true in mine. It's almost like marriage. You know, when you you get married and I didn't realize, you know, I didn't think I could, obviously I didn't understand it, but um, I didn't realize I could love Cindy at a greater level than I did on our marriage day. But you grow closer uh, despite her faults. 
um, and, and all those negative things that she brings. No, I'm just. But <laughs> listen. But as you learn of God more and more, and He continues to show up faithfully on your behalf, and you begin to live the Word of God, and and you begin to apply those principles because you love His Word, and you see all those things play out. And, it, and you realize this is not fake. This is real. Uh, maybe that's too simple, but I'm telling you, it, it's real for me. That doesn't mean we don't struggle. That doesn't mean we don't have difficult days. But when you understand that, that it really does get sweeter, uh, it, it makes it uh, such a benefit to continue to resist the attacks. Right? Don't give up. Don't give in to the flesh. Don't give in to the, to the naysayers or those that might mock. Or don't give in to the attacks of, the, of, of Satan uh, just to, to continue to fight. John 6, 63 says this, It is the spirit that quickeneth, the, pre, the, excuse me, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The word of God tried and proven in our experiences will greatly strengthen us spiritually. As you begin to experience, uh, uh, as you go, uh, people use the term, the human experience. Um, But I'm telling you, as you live this life and you begin to live it out according to the word of God, and God continually shows up and makes himself evident in your life, you can't help but grow closer to him. And to understand that the love of Christ constrains us. And that you're going to continue to, to serve and you're going to continue to labor for the Lord. Uh, there are just so many benefits from being faithful to God's Word. He will always show up on our behalf. The foolishness of those that err from the Word. Look at verses 118 and 119. Thou hast trodden down all them that err from thy statutes. For their deceit is falsehood. Thou puttest away all the wicked of the earth like dross. Therefore I love thy testimonies. Those foolish, they fail to learn from the past. It's been said by by probably many folks or in different ways. uh, But I think Winston Churchill was famously quoted as saying, Those who fail to learn from the past are destined to repeat it. There is one thing that is clear from looking into God's Word. God judges those who reject His Word. I think you can find example after example, and it's very clear. And we see it in our passage this morning. It says, Thou hast trodden down all them that err from thy statutes, for their deceit is falsehood. Thou puttest away all the wicked of the earth like dross. Therefore, I love thy testimonies and We could see the example in Adam and Eve uh, of their failure to uh, keep the Word of God and and, uh, to remain faithful to that. They learned the lesson. Lot learned this lesson. Jonah, no doubt, learned the lesson. Moses. And and the list can really go on and on. And... uh, I'm thankful for the, the lessons we've had or the, the sermons in, in uh, John recently. And uh, it's a comfort to, for me to know that the disciples 
made some mistakes along the way. They didn't understand it all. Because sometimes I think we, we get to the place in our lives where, man, I've been doing this so long, I should have this down. But we have a flesh. And we don't understand it all. And listen, we're, we're living life for the first time. Uh, every day is a new day and, and new challenges and new things to face. And, and so, but listen, God deals with those that do err from his word. Uh, this is a truth that is seen in the lives of those uh, who were heathens. And listen, it's also seen in the lives of God's people. Uh, those that err from the word of God. The psalmist points out this foolishness. Uh, by referring to God's judgment upon the wicked as one who uh, removes the worthless dross in the refining ore. Uh, truly, he is a fool who says there is no God of vengeance. Uh, sometimes we don't think of this. Everybody wants to talk about a God of love, and, and we do serve a God of love and mercy. Uh, but we also serve a God of, of righteousness and justice. And Nahum 1-2 says this, God is jealous and the Lord revengeth. The Lord revengeth and is furious. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries. And he reserveth wrath for his enemies. Romans 12-19, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Uh, listen, the... Uh, Word of God uh, and those that err from it, uh, it's just foolishness to do so. Uh, God will judge. Uh, God will uh, repay, if you will. And uh, <clears throat> the fear of God really is missing in, in, in the life of those that would err or that would um, uh, re- remove themselves from the statutes or err uh, from thy statutes. It says there in verse 18. Uh, but the fear of God is missing. Look at verses, verse 120, actually. My flesh trembleth for fear of thee, and I am afraid of thy judgments. We would do well to get a hold of this. Uh, when we think that we can get away with doing something contrary to the word of God, we ought to be reminded of this right here. My flesh trembleth for fear of thee. And says, I am afraid of thy judgments. The psalmist had seen that just like the word of God always came through for him to support and, and to bring uh, hope and, and a shield, it also rang true when he saw people or himself err from the scriptures and that God would bring judgment. Uh, the psalmist relates uh, this idea of those that would err to his own fear. Uh, this is not only right, but expected, uh, To, if you understand it. The more we know God and the more we should fear Him and His judgments. Uh, I think of uh, the, the thought, to, to whom much is given, much is required. The more you understand and, and, and the more responsibility you've been given, or, or light, I guess, if you will, uh, the more you will be held accountable, I believe. And uh, listen, we need to understand that when we err, God will bring us into judgment. Uh, chastisement, perhaps, if you want to use that term. And, um, <clears throat> it is a matter of respect and honor of who He is. He's the Almighty God. Uh, 
Um, and God will bring everything into judgment. Uh, we are no different. Uh, there have always been people throughout history, uh, and there will always be in, until the Lord deals with it, those that think that they're the exception. They can do something and, and not suffer the consequences or, or the judgment of those things, and, but the reality is uh, He's the Almighty God and, and He will have the last word. And uh, there is no fear of God before their eyes. I think you could make that, uh, that uh, those that would err uh, and cause deceit or, or disruption in, in, in the people of God. In Romans chapter 3, Paul lists, he gives a, a big list of, of sinful man and, and points to the reason that they continue their wickedness. Um, Romans 3.18 says this, There is no fear of God before their eyes. So he goes through just a list of the wickedness of sinful man there in that chapter in Romans 3. We won't take the time to turn there this morning, but he said there is no fear of God in their eyes. Those who mock and harass and persecute us simply have no fear of God. Uh, I've seen it at work. You know, they, they just uh, mock you for your faith. And the reality is it's just their wicked and sinfulness because they have no fear of God. Uh, and, and one day God will deal with that. And <clears throat> we know that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. The Word of God tells us that in Proverbs. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the holy is understanding. It's a fountain of life, Proverbs 14, 27. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. Riches and honor. Proverbs 22, 4, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Really, you don't have anything to lose by fearing the Lord. Uh, those who reject Him and His Word now will have to acknowledge Him later. When you look at that, it, in verses 18, Thou hast trodden down all them that err from thy statutes, for their deceit is falsehood. Thou puttest away all the wicked of the earth like dross. Therefore I love thy testimonies. My flesh trembleth for the fear of thee, and I am afraid of thy judgments. Those who reject him in his word will have to acknowledge him later. There's coming a day. Isaiah 45, 23, I have sworn by myself, the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return, that unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. And Philippians 2, 10 and 11, that at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee should bow of the things in heaven, of the things in earth, and the things under earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the Father. One day that all that defame us, all that may attack God's people, uh, they will tremble at His righteous judgment. And this morning, we can resist uh, these attacks, but really, we can't do it in our own strength. We need God in, in the hope of His Word and, and, and His support uh, really to be effective at it. James tells us to resist the devil and he will flee from us. In this psalm, I believe we've looked at some things that we ought to resist we talked about a few benefits of that and those things. And listen, we ought to be encouraged and challenged this morning. Listen, 
God will show up on our behalf and support us. But if we perhaps err, He's going to show up as well. And He will judge us, chasten us, if you will, uh, if we decide that we're going to reject His Word. And so uh, this morning, are you resisting? The attacks are coming. They're inevitable. Uh, we need to be in the Word of God to be successful. But thy law do I love. Do you love God's Word this morning? Father, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. Lord, I thank you for your Word. and I just pray that you would burn uh, the Word of God into our hearts this morning and that you would just strengthen us and help us. Lord, we thank you for the hope of Christ. And I pray that you would encourage each heart here. And Lord, we pray for your blessing on the service to follow. We ask, Lord, that your will would be done in each heart this morning. Lord, we pray the Lord for the lost that may be here, that you would just do a work in their heart, that they would see their need of a Savior, and they'd turn to Christ and be saved. Pray that you'd strengthen the believers. And we'll give you the thanks for all you do. In Jesus' name, amen.